Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, hello and uh, welcome to the show. Big night coming up. Badge and Sats here with you, Scotty Sattler. How are you? I'm really good, Badge. Uh, looking forward to, um, obviously, what is it now, Eight sleeps? Is it eight sleeps? Yeah, eight sleeps till no. round one. But this week's a funny week in rugby league because all clubs, they pretty much bunker down. Mm. And uh, it's got a heavy week when it comes to training with um, Some with coaches clubs. can give, you know, give players a bit of, give them the weekend away, give them the weekend off or a few days off as well. Train heavy early in the week and have a few days off just to your last chance probably yeah. until the season gets in full swing. You've so. been in as a strength and conditioner with a, with a club, the Broncos, this week. Did you used to load them up a little bit training wise? Uh, I knew. I know that we. It was a, it was a bit different each year, but certainly backed right off uh, in the week leading up to the um, yep. the first round next mm. week. So that'd be a pretty light one. But yeah, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I, I'd certainly players that didn't play much of the trials. Yeah, go really hard, but then have a quiet week and and then rip into it. So anyway, we're. Um, yeah, we're going to have a good look tonight at the uh, the West Tigers because we're going to have a chat with Michael Maguire. Yeah. Um, you're, going, you're asking Tigers fans to get involved, Sets. Yeah, Tigers fans, and we've got a lot of them. Also, um, if there's any specific questions you'd like us to ask Michael Maguire, give us a call or send us a text on 0477-736-736. Uh, let us know if you want us to ask any questions you've been Are they like concerned about fans? over the... Over the preseason, they like Rabbitohs fans at the moment. After the weekend, when they played great, oh, just crowing against Manly, they'd be beat them by fifty. Luke Brooks good. kicking goals from everywhere. Dane Looking. Laurie, the young fullback, who was oh. a late a late uh, acquisition to the club, was outstanding. Yes, mm. uh, looking good. Looking good, like our um, the key our, our friends. I want to give a special shout out actually, our long time partners, Kia, for winning the car sales car of the year with the Kia Sorento. I know you've driven this, Sats. So yep. Uh, it's a ripper. They took out first place over some uh, some pretty good cars, the Land Rover Defender and the Porsche Taycan. So, well done. Congratulations to all of our friends at uh, Kia. Well have you noticed the new, deserved Have award. you noticed the new um, Kia logo? No. They've changed it. Yeah, modernised it a little bit. I like it. What's it, like a, a big K? Well, it's, a little, it's, it's, a? it's like it's in code, and you sort of okay. have to look really closely to figure out what it says, but once you've figured out it, just, it locks on. It's really good. I like it. Okay. Well done, Kia. I'll keep an eye out for that. Mm. That's... You hear it all on our show. Uh, now, a hot topic. We were talking about this last night. Um, what were, how did we get onto this topic? It's about food. I, oh, I don't know how we got on, but I was away um, down southern New South Wales last week. Oh, yeah, your friend. A friend, uh, a friend of ours. She, um, she's a, she's a, she's, she's a fit 
lady and goes for a big run every morning. She's got the the special watch and she'll come back and go, oh, I did 9.6 Ks or 10.8 Ks and I did this time, I did that, and goes straight to the fridge and has a glass of Coke. And I just go, what, what, what is going on there? And what so time we started, would this be, Badge? A oh, glass that of was 7.30 in the morning oh. after her run or 8 o'clock. So we got on to the top. What what what's the go with that? And she she doesn't she said doesn't drink water because she doesn't like the taste of it and that doesn't have any taste. And then and then I noticed throughout the day she just eats chocolate. She just eats anything that she likes. There's no. So it's like the worst diets. It's one of yes. And you know my wife straight away pitched in. Will you have ice cream? Oh, I love ice cream. And Is that it. your? It's my weakness. It's your it's weakness. It's my go-to. Food? It's my special. Yeah. But you know I think I balance it out with some other pretty good food. During the day, mm. I, I don't go helpful leather on the chockies or stuff. But I, I, I'm saying, what, what's the what's the worst food, or what's your weakness when it comes to food? What do you what about you, Satch? My weakness, and I said this to you last night because you were eating some in our break for your dinner. My weakness is garlic bread. That's not so bad. And pizza. Some people might say, "Well, you don't want to have too much." Yeah, pizza. my weakness what's is your, pizza. What's your pizza? What's your? I have this mushroom truffle pizza from this little tiny hole in the wall. Truffle, like that's really expensive. Well, it's not, but I mean, I mean, it Frank, usually you, is. Frank the Tank, your dog, he gets my crust. Does he? He gets my crust. Oh, I get you. But uh, pizza and garlic bread are my weakness. Doesn't dig up your truffles. Well, do you know, last week we were talking about, um, and for probably the good six or seven days, and getting a lot of feedback from the listeners, mostly New South Wales listeners, and it must be a big thing in New South Wales around the sausage roll and a roll. I got one last night saying, don't ever talk about it again. Don't ever talk about it again. Well, I'm not going to Rocco, but I am going to tell you that a friend of mine texted me last night and said, heard your discussion last week and heard the discussion tonight about Badger's friend who drinks Coke at whatever time in the morning, mm. um, talking about those weakness foods. He says, you know what I love? I love and I have it every day for lunch. He's a, he's a tradie. He has potato scallop sandwich. Does he really? I, th- I couldn't think of anything worse. I used to love the potato scallops when we used to get fish and chips as kids. We had to share a piece of fish, but scallops, scallops were just, oh. But he has them on, on a Sanger. On a Sanger. Oh, They're not okay. as bad as a Chico roll, but anyway. All right. That's, that's, that's our topic. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll dig into the really deep stuff. Do you, of, do you reckon there's a lot of rugby league players that are eating their weakness foods this week? Michael Maguire. I'm going to ask him. We'll ask What's his him. weakness? Uh, you can uh, give us a call, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, 1433 or text us on 0477 736 736. Put that number in your phone. You can text us anytime. Time now for this. Now, time for a Sports Day sports update for Pharmacy Sleep Services. Get tested for sleep apnea. Do you reckon Adam Elliott, Sats, uh, who has been in a bit of strife, uh, and, and uh, we're going to play a bit of the audio from his press conference yesterday. Been in a bit of strife, um, and he said what his problem is is drinks. You know, it, it gets in trouble when he's had too much to drink. Always is. Not him, but a lot of people. And you know what? It's when you have too much. That's that's when you go to the the food. You, that's when I'd go for a kebab. <laughs> that's the only time I'd probably go for the kebab. <laughs> How good we used is... to have the hot dog with cheese and bacon and everything else outside the nightclubs when you come out. These, are they still there? Those hot dog. Stalls? I don't think through through COVID, obviously, they're not allowed to. And just after COVID, they're not allowed to be. But I don't have still, hot dogs. They were still there 18 months ago from last time I saw one early in the morning. Yeah. I, mm. I would never have a hot dog apart from that or when I'm going into Bunnings. Mm. You just have to have one. You have to have the Bunnings one. To help the good cause, whoever's yeah. making them. You've got to have onions. Remember Why they took they... onions away because they were, I think they were OH&S. Can, they... I, can I ask, you know, they're a fundraiser for a footy club or yep. the local Lions club, and there's different people every week that at my Bunnings that sets up, but they always taste the same. Yeah. Why are they always t- – I don't know. 
Don't know. Do they just say we'll set it up and you can we'll, we'll help you cook it and it's the same? They they buy them for them or it's different know. people. Different people. Tough question. Hey, right. uh, Lou. Lou from Blackbutt says Scotch finger biscuits. Pretty good. You dip, dip, dip them dip in your tea. And you can't leave them in too long because it breaks off. Yeah, but that's all right because you get it at the end. <laughs> um, now, we're going to talk about uh, Adam Elliott because um, some people apparently not happy with his, uh, his responses and his, uh, to, to some questions in his press conference yesterday. If you haven't heard it, have a listen now. Around the whole incident, it's a it's a private matter, and I won't delve into that. I, I dealt with it, um, how I saw fit with my teammates um, early on in the piece, and um, you know we've been able to put our, all of our focus into into playing footy together and um, supporting each other as a team moving forward. I think I'm really lucky that I've got um, a really supportive club, really supportive teammates, um, and a good supportive system around me that I was able to to um, focus on. You know what I'm what I'm here to do and the job that I'm here to do for this club and um, I'm a Bulldogs man through and through and I love this place so if I can um, keep that at the forefront of my mind um, that's going to be that's going to remain my focus moving forward. Now this is on the back of uh, him being the player that is part of his schedule. It's what NRL clubs do now. It's not every player is available every day. Players have got schedules and they've got to front the media. It was, it was his day yesterday, Adam yep. Elliott. That was always going to be a question that was going to be asked. He was about- talking about. Michael Leisha, the the details we learned a few weeks ago about uh, he and Michael Leisha's partner. Um, Michael Leisha was charged and um, from that events from that night and and because he was fronting the media yesterday, that was a question that was always going to be asked about what happened that night and how the club has reacted. There are mm. some fans that are saying he should miss rugby league games. There are some fans that have come out in the last twenty four hours, badge, and have said they didn't think he was contrite enough. They thought he should have apologised to everyone. Um, I take my hat off to him to actually for actually fronting the media. I thought he handled himself well. It would have been very easy for the Bulldogs to say, too early, too raw, let's protect him. Yeah, true. Mm. True. So they could have just you know, swept it under the yeah. carpet somewhat or, or just said no comment, but but they didn't. So anyway, I'm, I'm happy for them to keep it in-house and him to deal with it in his own way. And he's talked to you know good mates, I'm sure, and probably phoned Mitchell Pierce for some advice. <laughs> Now, now, now Badge, too early for that? we have yeah, it is a little bit too early. We have got a uh, we've got a lot of Bulldogs fans that do uh, text us and also call us as well. What's your? You don't have to be a Bulldogs fan. What's your opinion? I mean, was were you happy with his answer? Do you think he should miss games? Do you think this is more of an issue where he's got to deal with his teammates and get their trust back first yes. and foremost, or do you feel as though that he wasn't contrite enough? I'm not quite sure. Zero four double seven. Seven three six seven three six. Let us know. Now, um, Madge Maguire going to have a chat to us soon. Anthony Seabold, I see, has just described claims that he he stabbed Michael Maguire in the back. Mm-hmm. This is not actually did it, but talking about um, him getting the job at South Sydney a few years ago. Now that rumour has been around for a while. He has described it as absolute BS and used harsher language than that. Um, We've got to move on from this, I think. So yeah, I think so. I mean, this was doing now. a podcast he did with uh, Terry Kennedy, who's been in the media for a lot of years, uh, TK. And when you're doing a podcast, sometimes you do. You let your guard down a little bit. You're a little bit more honest with your responses. Uh, and to to be able to uh, respond in this in this fashion, I suppose, this is why it's grabbed – Fox Sports grabbed hold of this today. Yeah, it's you – know, 
a lot of water's gone under the bridge since oh, then. A lot has changed, and hasn't it? Badge, you touched on Both about been at different clubs. If he had another decision back oh. then when he was offered an extended deal at the Rabbitohs yeah. and decided to go to the Broncos, and didn't that fall apart in mm. a big, big way? As we all know, that was uh, that was brutal. What happened up there uh, last year in uh, in and around Red Hill? So I'm sure he, uh, you know, it's easy to look back and and with regret, but oh, I think. I think he'd be more concerned about that decision than, than people worried about exactly. whether or not he he, uh, he knifed Michael Maguire to get the, the gig in the first place. Uh, talking about coaches, um, the Broncos um, are apparently set to pinch or trying to pinch Craig Bellamy, and that's the fears around that from the Melbourne Storm that are uh, sort of driving this legal stoush. Dave Donaghy, their former CEO, is going to be the Broncos CEO, he already signed as their CEO, isn't he? But he can't. No, he has. Can't yeah. start mm. just yet. But uh, yeah, it's gone to court, and um, the the the, uh, the Stormer uh, trying to enforce a six month non compete clause. So that had prevented him taking over at um, at Brisbane until August one. Now the judge has already said, well, the way he looks at it, he he, he hasn't been in the CEO's role at Melbourne since they demoted him and put someone new in charge. Back in and around October or November, so he's six months will be up. Did they officially put another CEO in? I, I they, can't remember reading put, anything about I it. I did, and they put someone in there, and uh, and he has been uh, effectively working under him. So the, I think the judges basically said, "Well, that six months is going to be up soon." Yeah, if that's the case. So you know, I, I, I feel like, as... they're worried about their their systems, recruitment systems of getting players, and uh, you know, apparently quite different than other clubs. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't. I won't accept that. I, you know, if he's going to go to another club, it's no different to a player going to another club from from Melbourne and using their training techniques and the advice he would give the other players about different players, the way they prepare, the way that Melbourne prepare for games, and using their IP, the intellectual property. It's no different that if if Dave Donaghy goes to the Brisbane Broncos and he wants to transform their entire recruitment process because it is so different to everyone else from all reports. Yep. He's got every right to do that. He's got every right to do that. So the six-month non-compete clause, well, unfortunately for Dave, he signed an agreement that, that had that clause in there. So unfortunately, you've got to live by the sword, die by the sword. But aside from that, if he's going to go to the Brisbane Broncos and he wants to use anything that he's learnt operationally from his previous employer, it is no different to anyone else outside of rugby league. If you're a lawyer and you go to another law firm and you feel as though there's a process that can be improved, mm. you go ahead and do it. And there's nothing the Melbourne Storm can do about that. Yeah, well, they're trying to. And they're worried about all of this because they've developed something incredibly strong and, 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 and brilliant the way that they've been able to. And, and they're outside the rugby league markets and they've been able to dominate the competition or be right up near the top for, for so long. And I know it's about the people. Absolutely but they believe it it's is. also about the systems. Hey, uh, just quickly, James Roberts admits that he almost threw in the towel in 2020, so that's something else we can chat to, mm. to Madge about. He seems to be very happy in his new deal. I'm going to be interesting, and I've, I've written out a question here for Michael Maguire, is how do you, what's the secret to unlocking James Roberts again? Because we've seen him play Origin. We've seen him score some amazing tries, and I think Tigers fans will agree. I think rugby league fans agree that when – when he's in full flight, there's nothing more. It's like Josh Adokar. It's brilliant, yeah, brilliant to it watch. It's poetry in motion. 
what's the secret to unlocking that that talent again? Mm, hopefully they can. And uh, and just quickly, Knights fans, you'd be very happy. Bradman Best locked in there until the end of twenty. 20- 24. What a star, young star. He is snoring, waking up tired. Find out if you have sleep apnea. Book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. This is Sports Day. Kia's open season continues with match winning deals. Madge Maguire going to join us next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match winning deals. Welcome back to the show, uh, and don't forget to shop for authentic Aussie products, Choose Australian Made. And uh, now the man in charge of the West Tigers, Premiership winning coach with the Rabbitohs not so long ago, uh, and a former Raider and Ram. Mm. That's, um, some of our listeners mightn't realise he was uh, quite a talented player. Michael Maguire joining us. How are you, Madge? G'day, Madge. How are you, mate? How are you, Seth? Madge, really well, mate. We're very, very good. Um, well done on the weekend. Are you excited about what your players uh, tossed up in that trial against Manly? Oh, it was a good hit out, obviously. Uh, you know, it's nice to, to be able to put on plenty of the things that we practised um, throughout sort of the pre-season. But, you know, we know that it becomes a different ball game when you, you kick off on round one. Uh, but, you know, it was, it was a pleasing point that, uh, you know, we went out to to put on our play that we practised and, you know, we got into a space where we could, uh, you know, put them on. But also knowing that, uh, you know, we probably weren't challenged as much as what a normal game would give you because, um, you know, the, the stats that we look at, I guess we had the ball in play for 45 minutes and if you're comparing our game to a Penrith, say, Parramatta game, they had the ball in play for 61 minutes. So I guess mm-hmm. that's the coaching side that we look at is, the uh, you know, the challenges that you have in a trial. So sometimes you just got to make sure you, you realise what you're looking at. I was a I was a bit surprised by how well the team yeah seemed to look to go and, and you're looking at it from a different angle than us. But mostly because you've got so many new players and new new combinations and, and so many players that have moved on, retired or released or, or gone to other clubs from last year. It's a, there's been a big turnover at the Tigers, perhaps the biggest in any of any club in the comp. That's always gonna make it difficult to get those combinations together, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's why when you look at the the game itself, you know, I was really pleased from that point of view. You know, we you do a lot of repetition at training, and you sort of, you know, you look at what you want to achieve, uh, and we're able to put a lot of the plays on that we've been practicing. So, yeah, that was a, a real good uh, part that we can take out of that game, there, Badge. Now, I was speaking in the intro, Madge, about some of your your key signings, and one of those is is James Tamo. Now, you affect you. You got him to the club for a purpose, is and the reason was his professionalism, his experience. Is it showing in and around the group? Uh, definitely, Sats. He's um, he's been excellent, mate. Um, yeah, just a real down to earth um, fella, and yeah, just loves his footy. Uh, but sets really high standards, and you know, obviously, you know, a big part of bringing Jimmy to the, the club was for his leadership, and you know, we've seen that over the last twelve months, and probably you know three or four years that he's been at Penrith there where he was able to really take a, a group of young men to the heights he did. So, mm. yeah, we've got a quite a younger crew. Uh, we've obviously been recruiting over the last 12 months, 16 months, some really good young talent. Um, and it's quite exciting from that point of view. But you also need to have some good people that can guide them in the directions that Jimmy has over his career. So 
the boys really look up to him, uh, and I was really pleased to announce him as captain. And I remember when uh, you know I sort of had the team there, and you know we were all in the room, and I announced that to uh, the boys, and and all the boys jumped up and gave him a big hug. So I could mm-hmm. sort of see that you know in such a short period of time he's been able to have that impression on the players. So it says a lot about a person. Did you have to discuss it at length with your your other coaches around making a player that's in the first year at the club? As captain, or was it a no-brainer? Uh, well, I look, yeah, I put a lot of thought into it because at the end of the day, you know, I, I actually spoke to Jimmy about it when um, he first arrived and said, "Look, you know, that the opportunities and the things that he's done in the game." And uh, he said, "Look, give me some time. Um, you know, I want to be able to build myself within the group." And you know, Jimmy came back to training prior to Christmas and all those sorts of little things that players recognise. He didn't have to, uh, but he chose to. Uh, and then you know just went about what he does at training, and you could just sort of sense from how he was in and around the group that it was uh, it was an easy choice for us, and uh, it looked really pleasing. And I think yeah, you know, the I've obviously created a bit of a leadership group around him, and they're supporting and pushing, and uh, that's what you want from your your teammates and team members, especially as a coach. Yeah, really important when you lose the likes of Chris Chris Lawrence and uh, Benji Marshall and Co. Some uh, some experience there. Hey, um, yeah. I was. I was in a little place called Iluka a few weeks ago uh, down on the uh, New South Wales mid-coast, maybe up towards the north coast, and a bloke sidled up to me in the pub and said, I'll tell you what, keep an eye on this young kid, Dane Laurie. He's from there. Uh, I know he, he played for Penrith. I think he was born there. But, yeah, he played all of his junior footy in that area. And, gee, he, he's a talent. I'm, I bet you're, uh, you're happy that you signed him up pretty late. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been working on that for quite some time, and you yeah, understand that uh... – you know, he's at Penrith and, you know, they, they didn't want to let him go uh, because of the player he is. And, you know, as a coach, you want depth. But uh, we were fortunate that um, he was able to, to come across to us and, you know, we saw little glimpses of what he's able to do and capable of doing um, throughout the trial. So looking forward to him growing combinations. And he's only been with the boys for, you know, a, a few weeks now. And just to see him in and around the group, you can just see he just chimes in. He's, he's a natural footballer. So looking forward to watching that grow amongst us uh, as a team. Yeah, beautiful. And look, another another back, and I like talking about the outside backs, and Sats has uh, got a big rap on him as I have, James Roberts. Uh, yeah, it's just so important to keep him happy because I've seen him play some great footy at different clubs, Titans, Broncos, Rabbitohs, but then there's times where he just looks like he doesn't want to be there or he's just not happy with himself or his footy. How, how do you plan to keep his footy and, he, and his, you know keep him on track and happy? Yeah, I, I think Jimmy's really taken ownership of that. Uh, you know, he understands where um, he's at with his footy. Uh, I think, uh, you know, probably over the last 12 months, he's he's probably been in and out of where he felt he needed to be and, and where he was at between uh, the years. But, you know, he's in a good place at the moment and life's good and, you know, he understands that, you know, when those sorts of things are going well away from footy, that the footy becomes a really enjoyable piece. Um, and we all know what he's capable of and, you know, he's, he wants to make sure that, he leaves a really good mark on what he does in the game. You know, you get opportunities in life and, you know, these ones are important for him now and he's got a beautiful young family and all those sorts of things. So it's a, an opportunity for him to really, you know, um, really strike it now with his game and, and his footy. Yeah, good. So I, I, I hope he gets back to the form we're yeah. used to seeing. Now, Madge, we asked some of our listeners to uh, send a question in to you and Michelle from Gilgandra says, Guys, I heard Luciano Leilua is super fit, set for a big season yeah. pending injury. Now... I keep reading he's, he's streamlined himself a little bit. He had a terrific 2020. How's he looking for this season? 
Yeah, good question for Michelle. Uh, he's he's looking really good. I think you know players recognise now that you know, there are the subtle changes in rules, which is as I just discussed before, is that the ball in play is something that the game wants. Um, and if you're not fit, you can't go the distance. And you know a lot of players, I reckon, across the game have realised that. And Booch is one of them. And you know the the fitter you are, the the better you can play uh, whilst that ball's in play. And he's uh, really hard at his game, and he's actually grown. Uh, you know, in that leadership space, and what I mean by that is, you know, he's really pushing hard for everyone to do well. Uh, it's not just about him; it's it's about mm. the team, and those are the th- sorts of things that not only is he in good nick, it's it's what he wants to do with his teammates. So uh, it's always a pleasing part that you have when you're a coach. What about, what is the new rules going to do to us? You just mentioned, you know, the uh, ball into touch, player into touch. It's a it's a restart, play the ball restart instead of a scrum. So effectively, ball in play a lot more, speeding it all up. Is it going to is it going to be noticeably different for us again this year? Oh, I think it will. Madge. I reckon you'll probably see more fatigue. And you know, when you talk about the ball in play, obviously, you, you know, as a as a team, if you're fit, uh, you can keep that ball in play and you can tire out the opposition. So, you know, whilst that's going on, the the smaller man and uh, you know your halves can really come into the game and. That's where I think it's going to be very exciting this year is the challenge for the big man to be able to play the time he has to. And whilst that ball was in play, you're building fatigue in the opposition. And uh, I think the, the playing what's in front of you will play a little bit more part. What I mean by that is that you know, the game can be very structured, but when fatigue's in play, there's defenders that are out of position. So guys will be able to look up and see space and play and you know, really come up with some uh, ad-lib type football. So... Yeah, you've yeah. got to adapt as a coach around that, uh, and that's where the likes of someone like a Dane Laurie, uh, as we saw on the weekend, was able to you know, score a try. You know, quick play of the ball, sure enough, spots someone a dummy half, takes off, and ends up under the post. So, yeah, the things that I think you'll see within the game, uh, in and amongst the attack, and mm. on the defensive side, you're going to see some people really challenged. Yeah, you know, they're going to be under the pump, and you know, with the six again. You're going to get teams that you know at target one of the big men in the middle. It, he might be going through three tackles, but all of a sudden six again comes, and he might face another three. So for the next five minutes, he's trying to find his lungs and his legs because he's so fatigued. So yeah, it's going to be tough, tougher again on those yeah. big blokes. Hey, are you uh, are you looking for the next Eric Sims, a bloke who can kick forty meter plus field goals <laughs> for two points? <laughs> I tell you what, it might be handy, Badge. So, uh, okay. you know, a few of the boys have had a, a bit of a practice, but uh, I don't think I've seen too many go through yet, <laughs> so we need a little bit more practice here. Hey, Madge, uh, a, a young front row, a big young front row that's come over from Parramatta, big Stefano Yatoikamanu. Yeah. Uh, will we see much of him early on in the season or still getting used uh, to the, yeah. the rigours of oh, first grade? No, oh, I think we will, Badge. It's, it's a tricky one, mate, because a lot of players didn't play a lot of footy last year. Yeah. So, you know, it's finding where they're at and because you can only play so many trials and time and all those sorts of things, yeah, I'm still learning about the players. Um, mm. The way he's ripped in a training, uh, look, I'm really excited for him. Uh, you know, he's he's another one that's sort of trimmed down a little bit. You know, being the bigger body, he understands where the game's going. So uh, what I've seen of him in the trials, I think we're definitely going to see uh, a fair bit of him over the next few weeks. Uh, Madge, I'm always interested. You're the in only person that can pronounce his name. You're Yeah. Mm. And Fasil Malawi. Yeah. Hey, uh, Madge, I'm always oh. interested to hear how uh, how coaches get inside the mind of a player. And even if they've played over 100 first-grade games, and there's, a, there's an unwanted stat that sits with Luke Brooks, which is the most amount of first-grade games without a finals appearance. Now, as a coach to a player who has played a lot of first-grade, now how do you continue to keep his head in the right space 
to lead a team without something like that affecting him? Oh, look, I, I think it does affect him. You know, it, of course, it, he's human. Uh, but also, too, he, he looks sideways and uh, at the team he's got now. And, you know, he's got a different forward pack. Uh, he's got some different halves. Uh, he's really taken ownership on what he wants to how he wants to push the team around. So I always say, mate, it's a, it's a new year, you know, and what, when you bring new players to your team, there's going to be new combinations and new opportunities. So I think for, for Brooksy, it's, you know, it's a really exciting time for him and it's a great challenge. Uh, you know, you've got to find ways where that um, inspires you to, to go above and beyond. And I can tell you now, Luke Brooks is so passionate about the West Tigers. He's, he just loves the club. Um, and he wants nothing more than success for it. So if he keeps uh, pushing hard and you know we keep pushing to the new heights, well, those sorts of rewards will come. Now, before we let you go, Madge, we're oh, asking our listeners... heavy questions Yeah, now. this is the big question. Now, <laughs> you're a fitness fanatic. You love to work hard. You love the players to work hard. Now, I'm sure there's some players this week that will have a few weakness foods before they start the season. We're asking our, our listeners, what's your weakness food? Mine's pizza and garlic bread. What's Michael Mine's McGuire's? ice cream. Oh, jeez. But um, I don't want a bit of chocolate every now and then. So, uh, yeah, just get a bit of sugar going. Uh, Is that uh, it? Every now and again, a bit of chocolate? You're yeah, a machine. Yeah, I'll have a bit of, uh, uh, oh, don't worry. A bit of pizza. You know, you've got the kids eating pizza. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I still uh, enjoy a little bit of meals every now and then. So, uh, no, that's why you exercise when you get to our age, so you can eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't sneak a pie in on the way home or anything? Sausage roll? No, no, no. I'm not... Uh, not- this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. What sort of you iPad is that, Sats, where that thing fits in? It's like not that? an iPad, What, Gary. It's a tablet. It's a tablet. Mm. Welcome back. Badge and Sats, here with you. So when you talk to badge I'm listeners tra- about anything to do with technology, what sort of plug is that? A That's podcast, not a USB port thing, the Facebook, anything's like that. That's magnetic, actually. That plug that just went into that. Hey, welcome back. Shop for authentic Aussie products. Choose Australian made right now. Hey, we're um, we're talking about our hot topic. And I mentioned before a friend that I met. I uh, won't mention any names, but a friend that I was um, down the south coast with some families and the worst eating habits I've ever seen. Coca-Cola, um, straight after a run in the morning, doesn't drink water, <laughs> only drinks uh, – Does I said, do you only drink Coke? He said, no, I, I like creaming soda too. And it's chocolate. And anyway, uh, here for the Four Pines – this is not bad stuff at all. Four Pines Brewing Company, the official beer of Sports Day with badge and sats. I, I had, had the, good uh, job, actually. I had the ginger beer, the alcoholic ginger beer. Oh, did you? Oh, very at, good. At lunch today. Yeah, and very, I, very well, good. And you actually went and – Bought the beers and the food. Yep. What What was the beer you got us? Because that was nice. It was just called a Freshen. Okay. Freshen, it was called. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, give it a go. Four Pines Brewing Co. So um, talking about the worst uh, eating habits, that's what uh, your pizza, pizza's your problem. Pizza and garlic bread. I, I remember when I was um, was playing at the Raiders and uh, we went somewhere for, to, to, we walked into a pizza shop somewhere and, and the Sam Backos ordered the one of those big ones, like a big – it was a Supreme. And the guy said, do you want it cut in four pieces or eight? He said, make it eight, I'm starving. <laughs> That's true. That's a lie. That's true story. That true? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. We've got Tyler from Port Macquarie. He says, fish finger sandwiches beats a potato scallop sandwich any day. 
I'd go fish finger sandwich. I'd go a fish finger sandwich before a no. potato scallop. Tyler, did you used to do? See before? Do you do it? You don't do them in the microwave, do you? You got to grill them or actually cook cook no, them in oven. oil. Oven in the oven, the yeah. fish fingers, right? Mm. I've had it for can, that long. All I remember yeah. is we used to grill them. Now we've got uh, Casey from the show. He says tomato sauce and everything, toast, and tomato sauce at brekkie. Devon sandwiches with tomato sauce at lunch. Oh, the old spaghetti, Devin, the luncheon, Devin. and tomato sauce at for dinner every night. Yeah, that's, so tomato, that's strange, Casey. A friend of ours, I don't know if she does it anymore because she's still with us. She probably doesn't, but she used to carry a little thing of salt with her, mm-hmm. so, sacks of salt. <laughs> Everything had to have salt on it. She put salt on salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> She'd add to it. And you go, how are God, you still you're telling with us? some porkies tonight. That's true. Is that yeah, true? She would just add salt to everything. Uh, Roz. Good Pe- on you, Rosie. Pedro from Lapston, Tim Tams, every night my wife doesn't know. Oh, when you're sneaking food, yeah, that's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Yeah. We've also got Jazza from Tari, cheeseburger from McDonald's, dipped into my chocolate shake. Now, I used to do that with my fries. You put, yeah, you've told us that. Mm. You put your, your chips into your, yeah. into your shake. It's nice. Righto. Yeah. So what's your worst food, unhealthiest? Unhealthiest friend, someone you know, uh, yourself, dob them in. Now, we've got another one here on our, our SMS line, zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Still can't beat the KFC chicken tower burger. Fried chicken is the buns. So the, the fried chicken is the bun, not the buns itself. They use the chicken. So people make this themselves. They yeah, buy it, they KFC. It. It's a chicken tower. No, yeah, it's so is it's that legal? Chicken breast, chicken breast. You can do that, and you have got everything in between. No bun. So it's healthy because you're not eating bread. <laughs> yeah, producer Woogie's just salivating right now. Careful. Yeah. All right. Um, oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Give us a buzz. Hey, just on the back of our uh, our chat with uh, Michael McGuire, he's, he's always really giving with his time, Madge. I, I love talking to Madge. Great chat with Madge, boys. This is the year we will make the top eight. Tamo will lead the way. Tiger Tim. Yes. Well, yeah. I can see why you're excited, Timmy Sheen. Is that Tiger Tim? Tim <laughs> see why you're excited because um, they, they do look good. As I said to Madge off the top of that interview, I, one of the biggest uh, issues is that they've got so many new faces mm. and, and it just doesn't happen overnight that everyone slots in and plays you know, the, the perfect brand of footy every week. They're going to yeah. hit some hiccups along the road. They're headed in the right direction. They've got a bloody good bloke in charge there, haven't they, with Michael yep. McGuire. So hey, Badge, just on the back well. of how teams will go this year, welcome back, Fatty. Must be saying you. Ha, ha, it's danger in Cairns. Well, it is danger in Cairns at the moment because of the cyclone. But this is actually what? danger in Cairns is his call sign. How good is Parry going to be? Top four, I think. What are you boys blowing a gale up here? Parry top four? I don't get that half of that. Yeah, so Parramatta, welcome back. Nah. You probably don't get welcome well, I, I back, Fatty. I think they will be up and about there and about. Yeah, I think they will be. Uh, you know, considering. Have you put weight on? Yeah, a little bit. Over the COVID, no, like welcome back, Fatty. Is that camera on? That's right. Pen- yeah. Penrith, Melbourne, Roosters, Rabbits. Hard to fit them all. South. I said Rabbitohs. Did you say Rabbits? Yeah. yeah. Mm. They'll all be up there. And we're going to keep going through those uh, those teams as the uh, the next week or so progresses, um, and we head into the uh, the finals. Couple more days this week, and then next week, and we'll be. Into it next Thursday night. Okay, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book now at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day. Kia's open season continues with match-winning deals. Uh, We'll be back soon with our Kia Top 7. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. 
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Chris Nelson, what's the latest in uh, Racing Queensland news, the Savo? Well, some very big news, Chase, uh, on the Sunshine Coast. At Corball Park, the Sunshine Coast race course, they're getting a, a new all-weather polytrack synthetic track. Uh, it's an $8.9 million project. It'll also include important irrigation and drainage works to be conducted at Corball Park. But uh, to cut a long story short, we'll have a track there that uh, we can race on should we lose meetings to, uh, to wet weather. And we might even see a few hybrid meetings down the track. We might get three or four races on the polytrack and three or four on the grass. So... Once that's completed in about three or four months, uh, anything could happen. So watch this space. It'll be very exciting on the Sunshine Coast. All right, mate. Sounds very exciting. Queenslanders racing. The action continues this week at Derman, the Gold Coast, uh, Eagle Farm and the Sunshine Coast. And there's a big meeting tomorrow too, isn't there? Well, it's a really good meeting. It's a midweeker at Doombin. We return back to the Wednesdays after uh, the summer Thursdays. But, gee, some of the horses uh, engaged tomorrow. Race three, number two, the move uh, for Tony Gollan and Black Soil Bloodstock. Very promising. Bolted in a trial recently in fast time. Race four, number six, Skins, a horse I've got a big opinion of, uh, takes on another Black Soil Bloodstock horse in uh, in gear. As I said, race four there. So that's a really good clash. And one uh, that one of the Gold Coast last start, race two, number three, Harlequin Field. I think will be very, very hard to beat also, but it is quite short in the market. So uh, some of those races could certainly be run on, uh, on a Saturday. So really looking forward to the meeting at Doombin tomorrow afternoon. All right, Chris. Thanks for that Racing Queensland update. We'll catch you tomorrow. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. Now on Sports Day, the Kia Top 7. Kia's open season continues with match-winning deals. Actually, just before we do that, Satch, you got a couple of texts there about the uh, worst food. Yeah, Brian from Newcastle. Hey, boys, I'm listening to you while watching my 17-year-old at footy training tucking into a KFC popcorn chicken egg His 17-year-old's at footy training tucking into a KFC no, popcorn chicken bucket. No, he is watching bucket. his son train. Oh, okay. And a frozen Pepsi. Good on you, Brian. How good is popcorn from KFC? Yeah, beautiful. Great. And oh, hot, Trish from Toowoomba. Yep. Hot, hot chip sandwiches with fresh bread, lots of butter. Actually, that's all right. You can't have butter, Trish. It's unhealthy. Some, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's mm. just don't worry with the chips or the bread. Beautiful. Okay, our Kia Top 7, Sats, number seven. Yeah, number seven is uh, exactly what I think Australian rugby needs uh, leading into the international uh, format in the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Uh, Eddie Jones and the English side, who are the runners-up, of course, in the World Cup, uh, returned to Australia for a series in 2022. Couldn't Beautiful. come soon enough. Beautiful. Okay, now the big Daddy Brown and um, Paul Gallant fight is six or seven weeks away. Press conference this afternoon is Paul Gallon. Let's, let's be clear of what he won. He won a version of the world title. He wasn't the WBA champion at all. He won a version of the world title. I liken it to a reserve-grade competition in rugby league. You win a reserve-grade competition, you don't run around telling everyone you won the NRL Premiership, which is what he does. He won a version of the world title. Full credit to him, it was a version. It was a, it was a, a regular world title, but... Trying to compare himself with guys like Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua and, and thinking he's in that class, it's, it's just, it didn't happen. So, uh, well done for what he did, but to walk around calling himself the WBA world champion, I just don't buy it. What about the back and forth between you and Lucas? Um, anything in there that you're not particularly happy with or it just oh, comes with really. it? Oh, not really. I saw him yesterday. Um, I didn't know whether to give him a bra or not. He's, he's developing a little bit of bitch tits there. Maybe some of the supplements over the years are starting to take effect, but yeah, certainly... Uh, 
My missus actually saw it and, and said, I'll give him a bro. I said, darling, he's probably, uh, probably too big for you, those bitch tits. So, um, so I'm a little, bit, uh, a little bit concerned about that. We've spoken about testing. Um, I, I asked the Rose brothers to be tested today, randomly throughout the, the course of the, the preparation, then obviously after the fight. Not sure what's happening there. That's up to them. But, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I want to be tested as much as we possibly can leading into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, you choose, I think you should choose your words wisely um, mm. for a number of reasons. I know he's trying to promote the fight, but in saying that, uh, you know, the allegations around supplements and stuff, I think that's probably not an area that, that Gal can go into, really. Number th- five sets. Yeah, number five is a 301 shot. Luna Fox winning the Australian Guineas. Tagaloa at the clock tower led Embolism and Azar coming out after him. Then came Luna Fox, Jet Propulsion, still Tagaloa. Embolism coming at him and Luna Fox. Tagaloa looking to hold on Luna Fox and Jerry Tortoni from the clouds. Luna Fox, Luna Fox, it's a foil over in the Guineas. Beat Jerry Tortoni, photo third. Yes, 300 to <laughs> one. I was nowhere near that race. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, the uh, V8s kicked off on the weekend or revved off on the weekend at Bathurst. Shane Van Gisbergen in his hold and took out both races. Final corner now for Shane Van Gisbergen. Lines it up towards the chequered flag and it's two from two at Bathurst. Well done, Shane Van Gisbergen. Yeah, the team got that race for us in the pits and got out front and managed to pull away, but... Um, Awesome way to start the year, double win and sets us up well. Oh, it's just a good way to start, you know, but there's a long way to go and some pretty fast guys out here, so we need to make sure best foot forward every week and turn up, be our best. Yeah, number three in the Kia top seven was Joseph Sawali scoring a double playing for Roosters Feeder Club uh, North Sydney Bears against the Raiders on the weekend. Keeping it alive, Abby does. Sawali, Sawali scores! Just short. No, he has scored. Sawali. Got himself, and has he scored? He has indeed. And number two, very sad news today, Michael Godinski, mm. St Kilda fan. Uh, this is where he fits in sport-wise, AFL man. But what a what a great uh, contributor, outstanding Pioneer. for the music industry. Passed away, aged yeah. 68, and uh, we haven't got enough time to go into in-depth sats, but um, what, a, uh, what a champion. And, he uh, was. Yeah, Kylie Minogue and Skyhooks and co., uh, Sats number one. Well, Woogie put this in because he's a South fan. Latrell Mitchell was outstanding. So was Cody Walker. And one of the highlights of that charity shield match was the round the corner pass to Cody Walker for a try. Here's Mitchell again with Paulo on his outside. This time Norman gets it here. What a ball. Mitchell for Walker. Two tries for the Rabbitohs. Two pieces of magic from Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, South fans get excited. They're in for a big season with that pair uh, running the show. This is Sports Day. It's open season at Kia with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.